Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. If we remember that God is always in our heart, the Holy Spirit is within us. Our lives would be thousand times, a thousand plus times different because we would constantly go to God. If we remembered that God was always with us, why wouldn't we ask for his help to walk away from that temptation or to give us that excitement and that joy and that enthusiasm for life? to help us to deal with that relationship or that situation that's facing us, that is tormenting us, or to deal with whatever other situation is putting us in a state of despair and worry and fear and anxiety. Or maybe it's just all around us all day long. We kind of feel like we're running on our own energy, we're running on our own thoughts, we're running on our own abilities, when we really should be tapping into God's spirit, God's thoughts, and God's abilities, which are a heck of a lot more than ours. And all throughout the readings, you've got Esther, who's constantly praying and prostrating herself. Hello, how many of us do that? And she is giving God everything. You, Lord, need to help me and give me the words and help give that other person who's receiving my words a change of heart. And then, of course, during the responsorial psalm, actually, I can't remember these off the top of my head. So give me a second here. All right. Responsorial psalm. Lord, on the day I called for help... Um, hello, you answered me. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. And then the verse before the gospel, back to a clean heart. A clean heart create for me, O God. Here's the key. Give me back the joy of your salvation. When you think about this, Lord, give me the joy to live the way that you want me to live. And speak about that to people. Have me be happy and joyful for 
controlling myself in this world, for having the ability to be different with your strength, with your faith, with your love, with your kindness, with your temperance, with your piety. And then the gospel, of course, was all about do to others whatever you would have them do to you. This is the law and the prophets. I mean, this isn't just a, a suggestion. So it's been a long time <laughs> since I've brought up the two greatest commandments. And I think all too often we get bogged down by the day and we forget the first point, which is God. And when I say point, I mean, we should be pivoting around that point. Checking in with God. I remember when my spiritual director said, you should ask Jesus, should you do this? Should you do that? Should you do this? Should you do everything you do? You should ask Jesus. And I thought he was insane. How do you do that? Just like St. Paul, pray incessantly every day, all day. Take every thought captive and make it obedient to God. Well, who in the heck can do that? Nobody <laughs> without God. So that's the reminder. If you're in a funk or you need some motivation, you're in the first week of Lent and you've lost all of your passion for what you're doing. Maybe you actually forgot the why. Why am I doing this? So let's just take a moment and review. You prayed through Lent and you decided to do X, Y, Z. Could be X, Y, and Z. I hope it's not too many things. So for me, let's take my thing. No alcohol, no actual any kind of mind-altering or body-altering substance. Like, I'm not going to take Advil. I'm not going to take any ibuprofen, nothing like that. So it's going to be 100% pure me. And then it was go to daily mass every day and then pray the long-form rosary. I'm excited about all of it because I do believe that it is a soul, mind, and body. I forgot about my morning prayer for an hour. Now, I haven't been perfect. The only thing I've been perfect with, thanks be to God, is the drinking. Every single night, I'm not having it. It's not even a question. It's not even a temptation. Thank you, God. It's just not happening. I know I'm not doing this, so I'm not doing it. My husband doesn't. My husband had a couple drinks last night. Didn't bother me. And this is amazing. So I'm thanking God through every moment because I'm disconnected. I'm absolutely not having a stronghold over me, which for a first time, I mean, seriously, this is a first for me. I'm so grateful and I am paying attention. And I just keep saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because when this Lent is over, I don't want to go back to how I was. This I look at honestly as a moment of growth 
and a moment of true lifestyle change. So on my other ones, yeah, I have not been persistent about starting my day in that hour of mental prayer. But when I do, holy moly, Lord, thank you. What a beautiful way to start my day. I may have to start just setting my alarm. The reason I haven't been is because I don't want to wake my husband up. So I'm waiting for him to get up and then I will follow. And sometimes it's later. But also last night, I knew that I had to get to bed earlier. So I said to my husband, dude, I can't be doing this 11, 12 o'clock stuff. I'm too tired in the morning. And he's like, yeah, I hear you. So last night, nine o'clock in bed, out like a light, got a great night's sleep, woke up, still could have slept more, but woke up and had time to pray mental prayer and start my day with God. And that is the only thing that we need to make sure happens because the days that I start my day with God are the days that I do my rosary, I go to daily mass. There's a connection there. On the days that I don't, I'm pushing mass to TV and I'm pushing my rosary sometimes to the 20-minute rosary because I want to check the box. This has happened a couple times and we're only a week in. But I am not beating myself up. I'm not getting mad. I'm not feeling guilty. I am saying, Lord, this is what happened today. This is the decision that I made. I love you no less. And there have been times where last night, for example, it was after, oh, by the way, after I went to go get my tooth fixed, this dentist, I cried. (laughs) I had tears in my eyes looking at her saying, You cannot even tell what happened to my tooth. She was so wonderful. And I hope that I made her day that, that, you know, she changed mine because I truly wasn't sure that it was ever going to look normal. And I whitened my teeth and she's like, oh my gosh, we have to go to the, (laughs) the baby tooth colors because your teeth are so white and it's, it's a perfect match. And I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed that God didn't have me freak out either. I was totally peaceful. Well, God allowed this to happen, so we'll see where it goes. Anyway, my tooth is great, but it messed up my day. I was waiting for the call, so I did not attend Mass. I did not attend Mass on TV, and I decided I was going to pray my rosary when I got back. It was like 3 o'clock. I was really tired, and I was afraid if I prayed my rosary, I was going to fall asleep. And then I got tied into looking at some other things. My husband's got this buzzing going on in his ears for the last week. So I went online to try to find out something like that. And then I confessed to him. I go, well, I was up there doing all this stuff for you because he came upstairs after I sent him two or three links to some YouTube videos. And he's like, I thought you were supposed to be up here praying. I believe that was God speaking to me through him. And I confessed to him and I said, Yeah, I didn't pray my rosary. And he goes, oh, shame on you. I go, I know. Okay. I'm not dismissing it. I'm not kicking it to the curb. I'm learning from this. 
because when the point of my life, the pivot point is God, everything else pivots around it. If we pay attention to how awesome our days are when we start it with prayer and when we speak to God and we approach our day, giving it to him and humbly saying, Lord, help me, you know, change my heart and have me find joy in living this way. Help me to reconnect with the joy and the freedom and the empowerment of living how you command us to, because that is what happens when we do, when we conform to his life. That is the journey, people, us conforming our lives to how Jesus wants us to live and to his life. And it takes effort and it takes consciousness and it takes prayer and it requires consistency and persistence, but it's a process. We have to be patient and let's not bust on ourselves. When we fall, if it's a big one, run to confession. That's another thing I didn't do yesterday. You know, I had all these plans but all of it didn't start off on the right foot. And everything is different when that doesn't happen. So there is some logic to praying and staying to your routine with God so that you can get into your day on the right spirit, the right foot, and the right focus. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, Heavenly Father, every day is new. Help us to look at this day as a beautiful opportunity to be joyful about the gospel, about all that you have shared with us, and be joyful about Jesus who came down from heaven. And during this time, we can make sacrifices and align them to him on the cross and pray for all of those who don't know your Son, Lord. Holy Spirit, please ignite a fire in our hearts. Change our hearts so that they are contrite and humble, but filled with joy. Help us to approach this day to be loved to others so that they can see the light of Christ in us. And we can feel the light of Christ in us. And we can be everything that you've created us to be. We can live out the spirit of God, the fruits and the gifts in our lives where people have to look at us and say, I want that. What is that? And then we can be walking evangelists just by our lives, our smile, our words our love. Thank you for our faith, Lord. I pray for anyone who is listening that needs you to touch their heart, that needs you today to continue down this path that they are on, that you show up in a big way in their life. I'm here. I'm ready to help. And that you put in their heart a reminder that you are God and anything is possible with you. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, the first and center of your life. And then number two, you will be able to love yourself and you will be able to love others. While I feel like I let God down with my rosary and and didn't give him my time, I am not beating myself up. I am not allowing myself to hate myself, I guess, you know, we're supposed to love ourselves and love our neighbors and God forgives us. And so if our heart is truly there and we can get up and do another, another better day, and that is what it's all about. This is not a once and done. Like the old days when we used to do Lent because it was just a contest to see how long you could go. Nowadays, we're doing it for the love of God, and we're not perfect, and things happen, and sometimes we don't do or react the best way. But what God wants us to do is not continue down that path, but pay stinking attention to what's going on, see what is happening in your life, and then make a change. Say, wait a minute, I'm making a connection here. Yeah, when I don't have God the center of my life and I don't start it with him, boy, my day is pretty much blown out of the water. Okay. Don't be upset. And even if you're not falling off the wagon, get more psyched up. Get more jazz. Get more passionate. Get more, I don't know, joyful about the salvation that God has put into your heart and your mind and your soul. This is how to live in order to be in heaven. And let's be happy and joyful about it and know that it's for our best. It is freedom and it is empowerment. And there is stinking an awesome life on the other side of whatever it is that you are trying to get off of your back, that stronghold over you. (sighs) Okay, I love you all. I really do. Man, what a journey. We're only a week in, but that's okay. This isn't about a number of weeks or a number of days. This is a lifestyle change. So get that thought of, I can't wait till Easter gets here so I can have my alcohol, my chocolate, my whatever it is, or where I could not pray anymore and sleep in in the morning. I mean, like, hello, this is not the purpose. Let's make sure we don't fall into that mindset that we look to God and say, look, I want this in my life. Or I want this out of my life. And it is a day-by-day deal. So just live in today. Just pay attention. See what's going on. Knock your thoughts out that are dragging you down. And you will have an awesome day. Spend some time speaking to God. Thank Him always. And you will have an awesome day. Believe it. Because with God, anything can happen. Okay? Find something more with God. Remember, soul, mind, and body all connected. Have a blessed and inspired day.